1957, Princess Diana decided that she wanted a very special ring, and they created the Princess Cut. And then they made this movie in 2015. That was Princess Cut, and this is Godfellas. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody and welcome to Godfellas, the small group that hangs out at the jewelry store and looks at stuff. I'm Mr. Zach. I'm Miss Hannah, and my ring is um, <laughs> it's not a princess cut, but I didn't want one, so there you go. <laughs> I'm Mr. Michael. I had a class ring once, and it had a top hat as uh, as a sign <laughs> of uh, uh, sort of like solidarity with the musical theater uh, gentlemen of my time, and it sits in a drawer now. Very good, very good. And uh, today we are we are talking about the film Princess Cut, which maybe you've seen, maybe you haven't. But if you haven't, um, stop listening to this and go watch the movie, and you're back. But before we get into that, uh, Hannah, why don't you introduce? Uh, this is their third time on the show. But why don't you introduce our our guest for today? Uh, you know today's guest. You know her. You love her. Uh, she is uh, well familiar with. Uh, rom-coms, Christian rom-coms, and bad mm-hmm. Christian movies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and in agreement. Please welcome <clears throat> Natasha. Woo! Hi guys, it's me. <laughs> What's your ring? <laughs> um, here's the thing: I just don't wear rings because they bother me on my hands. Uh, yeah. So no rings for me. Oh, okay. Mine used to bother me until like I had a reason to wear one, which is not like meant to be like, oh, but it's like more like out of practicality marriage. where it's like, oh, now mm. one makes sense. Like when I see guys with a lot of jewelry, I'm like, how do you make that commitment to like every day? Every single day. Yeah. I really like want to be a ring person, though, because I feel like it's so cool to have like 50 rings. On, well, not 50, but like a lot of rings on your like fingers. Yeah. Like you look like some like hipster. <laughs> like I wanted to do that, but I just I haven't gotten to it. So I remember it's seeing. I remember seeing a video. I remember I saw a video of like Tom DeLong from Blink 182 playing acoustic guitar, and like he had his wedding ring on, and I was like, "Oh, that looks so cool!" Like on his courting hand when he's playing all of his chords, and I was like, "I got to get one of those," and and now I do. (laughs) But we're not talking about me or my rings. We're talking about a character named Grace and her desired ring, uh, the movie Princess Cut. So, uh, Michael. I, I feel I feel kind of bad because I feel like you've gotten to watch two good things with us and like six bad things. So going into Princess Cut, because I try not to ever give you context for how I feel about these movies. I just kind of throw them <laughs> at you because I don't want to taint your opinion. But um, what were you thinking going into this one? I don't I don't think you could have possibly tainted my opinion of this, <laughs> this of this film. I think like. I think having been readied by my experience with ChristianMingle.com, oh I gosh. was prepared for the for the for the pain of like kind of like doing the research on the trailer and just going like this is what this is what the this is what the homework for this is gonna feel like for this and it is uh, 
uh, it, and it will be rewarding to be able to talk about, which we are not able to do. Uh, but I had this about the same feeling I did when we prepped for Christian Mingle. I was like, this is how this is going to be. Just got to be ready for it, baby. Got to do it. Got to let it happen. You got to do it. It's for the podcast. You, you love it. Got to do it. Yeah. And and Natasha, um, what about, I didn't realize, because Hannah, now that she's inviting people, sends the trailer. I usually don't. I usually say, here's the title of the movie and where you can find it. Hannah likes, I think. To I, want, s- I want people to know what they're getting into. <laughs> so all Natasha, right. going into this, how, how are you feeling? Well, I didn't watch the trailer at all. Not I just good. went straight into the movie. <laughs> good to know. Which I don't know if that was better or worse. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, it was rough in so many ways. So many ways. Layers, honestly, like an onion. We got to peel them back because it was just yes. horrible. In mm. my opinion. Wow. From my, from just straight off the bat. It was rough like a diamond. Right, like a diamond. And a princess cut. A diamond. Mm. Could someone have cut this film into something better? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Well, well, I mean, let's let's get into the movie. So, listening audience, the movie quite literally starts with a, a guy just digging in the middle of a field while some ominous music plays and it's at <laughs> night. And I was like... What is happening? And then on the screen it says Princess Cut, which my mind, I'm like, oh, is this like a horror movie about a guy who like cuts up princesses and like buries uh, them? Because that's that's what you set up at the beginning of the movie. But um, then we, we we cut to Grace and the Jeweler. What did we think just of the opening of the movie? Um, do you mean the the I mean, pre the title card, the digging. Oh, the digging? Yeah, yes. I thought it was a horror film or something. <laughs> not like was... not actually, but like I was like very confused because I kind of knew just by the title and everything. Okay, we're going into like a like weird rom com thing, so I was really confused. I was like, "Is he burying a body? Like, what's going on?" Yeah, it, it might have been the most creative storytelling beat of the entire movie <laughs> because it, it it was like, "What is going on?" Yeah. What has this man done? But it also like it really like tapped into what the movie was going to be like because they were like, oh, this like mysterious stranger, and you can tell he's mysterious because he's wearing a black scarf and looks really clean cut, and uh, but oh, he's burying something. So what's happening? It really does sort of unwittingly set the tone for the rest of the movie, despite the fact that we don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what's going on, but then we we cut to Grace, our main character, who is a uh, the, of the course. name of every young Christian woman <laughs> <laughs> in film. who's who's mm-hmm. in a jewelry store, and uh, she has her eyes on the big the big one. Which, by the way, worst salesman ever. When she goes, "How much is this ring?" and he goes, "Ooh, that is twelve thousand." <laughs> Someone's bad at their job. Which, which I loved, Hannah. You were just like, 12000 is that realistic? I was like, yes. <laughs> well, that ring was tiny. I don't know enough about... about I, I saw the movie it on didn't seem- Gems, but... <laughs> I don't know enough. Um, It didn't seem like that would be a $12,000 ring. I mean, I don't know much yeah. about rings either, but it, like... Right. <laughs> no. I feel well, like they also- just threw out a number. 
Yeah, men wrote this movie, right? Like a, a man wrote this movie, one hundred percent. I don't. I will fact check. Man and his wife wrote this movie. That's actually, right. I think it a is, couple. I think it's Mark Unger uh, and his and his wife, whose and, name escapes me. And he directed the second. She directed the third. Oh yes. Yes. Okay. Paul. I'm shocked. Paul I'm shocked. Unger and yes. Paul Munger. Paul Munger. Who's Are you looking at pictures? I look at his IMDb oh, page. Who's in? Is that the role that he played? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. He seems to have played a character called Pain of Death Police Chief. He wow. He played Police Chief in Pain of Death. Oh. oh. But oh. It, it just on Google said Pain of Death Police Chief. I, I think that's our next movie. Maybe Pain of Death. It's got to like be a Christian cr- one. The Christian Judge Dread. <laughs> gotta be oh no it's gotta be then then we meet grace we meet her friend um what's her friend's name tess yeah tess, tess. yeah, tess. Right. yeah. <laughs> which uh oh natasha had issues with tess i think no i had issues with how they wrote tess okay that makes sense yeah whereas um they apparently have to leave the ring store because tessa tessa, tessa yeah oh sorry you're right they have to okay. leave the ring store because, uh, you know, tonight is 15 months with Stuart, so <laughs> Grace has to go home and, and get is ready. It? Is it yeah. 15, is yeah. it 15 months with Stuart? Though? 15 months you know, long distance. 15 months long distance. And no communication whatsoever. Oh, obviously, Absolutely obviously. none. He has to surely, surely, surely he's proposing. After he's he is he is if he's reading the tick marks correctly of milestones <laughs> for long distance dating, fifteen months is proposal time. I mean, I was gonna say fifteen months isn't very long. I got to eleven months though, and so I. Yes, that's, did, that's I different. will say. I will say he did follow through on proposing. He did. He did. He did. <laughs> well he said. did. He did. He he followed through with proposing 100%. It just wasn't to her, which was so confusing. That threw me through like a whole loop because I was like, I just was like, that doesn't seem like that would happen. Like it's, it was right. so unrealistic that I was just sitting there like, and How? also, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. You go. Finish. <laughs> I was just going to say also, I just, that whole scene like I don't like that how they like portrayed men in it like the whole like, really yes the whole like arm wrestling burping like and oh the only, in the restaurant like, yeah, yeah, men yeah of color in the movie as well yeah and yes yes Yikes. I mean even one yeah even with all the guys who come to her door like later we'll talk about that but <laughs> yes, um, don't get there yet. <laughs> um, I want to spend like, a devoted amount of time talking to, about the men at her door. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, but the the wrestling and the burping and stuff, like, I don't know, they just, like, really, I just, it seemed, and then the girls, like, sitting next to just, like, laughing, seems so unrealistic. Like, I know, I know that stuff kind of happens, like, you know, whatever, just in general, like, we burp, we arm wrestle occasionally, but, like, just in general, but. I don't know. It seemed very like. <laughs> I, yeah, no, it seems like. Oh, what do like uh, someone being like? Oh, what do two things men do? Hmm. Oh, they burp and they arm wrestle. Well, see, like, I I said to Hannah, I said if the characters in this movie, like the main characters, aside from the parents, were all like fifteen years old, then I buy all of it. 
then like everything that they're saying is like okay like this it's maybe stereotypical but it's more believable but the fact that these guys are like you know 20 21 in college college. yeah it's like this is this is pretty wild like come on if i'm yeah they were yeah they were in college and uh, i don't know like yeah also just like how old is she can can i ask you that i have no idea 20. 19. No, yeah, 19 yeah. or 20. And he was 20s. I mean, the other guy, but. Yeah. 27. <laughs> Who, Clint? Clint Masters? Yes, Clint. Clint, he was 28 in the movie. 28, right. What, which, there's no way he is. He, he looks like looks, he, he looks so old. I he like, looks so, so old. I saw him. I was like, Dad? Is that <laughs> If I may, I have yes. had my fair share of getting really close to guys and thinking they were going to ask me out. And then they were like, actually, I've been talking to so-and-so. Right. Okay. Me I've, too. Had, I've even had someone who started dating someone else while I thought we were still dating. But we right. but but we had a confrontation about it. Right. Uh-huh. That led to a breakup. I have never um, delusionally been in a relationship (laughs) how do you not know that you're not in a relationship and and how does it happen more More than than once once. yeah when she she said why does this keep happening i was like why does this keep happening how many times (laughs) okay it's well it's really confusing though like when you know, you don't kiss before marriage. And so in her, I mean, okay, or, no, but, no, but yeah, hear me no, out, right, hear me out. Right, okay, yeah. hear me out because realistically there are some people in the world who still like do that as a part right, of maybe right. their culture or their religion. So like, that's probably hard to understand what like committed dating is and then what just friendship is um, for her. I, if that is like, you know, that line is so blurry. Like sure. it's so blurry. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I do, I do but it, it, it's one where I think it, from a filmmaking perspective, it makes me write off her character pretty quickly. Like, she's someone who's not relatable then, because in my head, I'm like, oh, she's dumb. Like, and if there had just been maybe one scene where we had seen what the interaction with Stuart was like, where she thought that they were dating, you know what I mean? Or like, I don't know, like... Yeah, but if, if it the, had been him dumping her when they got there, instead of like I'm engaged to somebody else, but if it was like he dumps her, then later on Facebook she sees like he got engaged like a month later or something, right. then I'm a little more in her corner. But when it's just like uh, I don't know, yeah, this it was no, such a that, weird yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, but Zach, I think that actually is what they wanted you to think in the in kind of because <laughs> right. no, hear me out because I think from that perspective of like misogyny that they live in like the, okay. the, the built misogyny that's in that culture it it like women are dumb and and they do mm. like the whole story about like they are obsessed about men and they like need to focus on their own lives but they also also need to focus on becoming a mom and becoming a, mm. a wife and you know they have to like <clears throat> do a b and c and they're dumb and they're fragile and their heart can be broken so easily and and only men can protect them that's what they're trying to sell you and so when you see her being the way she is in the beginning and it's like you're dumb like why can't you figure this out why did you not get red flags with this other guy jared or whatever like it's because they're trying to (laughs) Uh... like they're 
it is like that's what they're subconsciously even if they didn't mean to that's what subconsciously oh, sure. said is that women are yeah. dumb Mm. Yeah. And it's not to jump ahead, but at the very end, when, you know, the Brooke stuff's introduced, like, oh gosh. the fact <laughs> is, she says, like, well, Clint and I are friends. It's like, no, you're in a relationship. Yeah. Like, why, why is it so unholy you're, to say we're in a relationship? Like, we are committed to each other. You're in a relationship where you're prayerfully friends. considering marriage. You can, like, that's not bad because yeah. you know what that does? Um, that helps with any confusion of people being like we're together like sure, you know like, yeah. Yeah. it stops that oh my gosh it's just yeah you oh gotta, my gosh you gotta mark your territory girlfriend yeah it's a commitment Michael you had friends though in college I didn't go would you say that there's any uh, portrayal of like Stuart and his friends that rang as like accurate for you or no I have to say okay I will state <laughs> Um, uh, a bias in that I went to a musical <laughs> theater school. Very true. And uh, people partied at musical theater to forget the week of work that they had before. And mm. there was not a whole lot of jocularity to sure, coin sure, uh, sure. A, a, a term uh, there. Uh, no, I think I think this is the VBS version of what <laughs> jockey college kids must be like. Like arm right. wrestling, spontaneous arm wrestling and burping mm -hmm. at tables. They also, what I think struck me about his friends is that they hated her upon seeing her. They were like, yeah, yeah, who yeah. is this person? And uh, no, college kids definitely do do that. So that was probably accurate. But uh, no, I'm afraid this did a disservice to college kids. And like, I think I have written down somewhere in the first notes. I was like, wait, 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 wait. How old are these people? Right. Uh, yeah, I was exactly, saying when yeah. you were out of the room, I was like, if all of these characters were like 15, then I buy all of it. Even mm -hmm. Grace. Like if Grace were 15 talking like this, I'd be like. I get it, like, yes. you know, maybe a little weird, all the marriage talk, but I knew Christian girls in high school, like, th this is it, like, yep. not till you put a ring on it in, yes. in four years, like, yeah. So, yes, Hannah, you were going to say something. And there's some truth yeah. to that with college, too. Like, oh, sure. I remember one of my first days on my Christian campus, someone said, I'm just here for my MRS degree. And I was yeah, like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, I, I get study. it. Yeah, it took me a second as well, <laughs> and then I was upset. I'm here for my degree. Well, well, then we meet, um, you know, when I think about movie villains, there's some great villains, and there's unintentional villains in movies, and I'd like to talk about Dad in this movie. Yes. One of the worst people I've ever seen. Where she she comes home and says, like, look, it's clear that the parents aren't psyched about this relationship. Sure. Like, they make that very clear. Have they? Oh, wait, no, no. But then. Wait, which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuart. 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 Okay. Have okay. Yeah. This man. I don't think they have. But they make it clear that they're not excited about the relationship. So she, but when she comes home and is like, you know, shaken up and she's like, I watched him put my ring on another girl's finger. And the dad's first thing out of his mouth is like, oh, well, it sounds like the Lord kept you from a big disaster. I was mm -hmm. like, yikes. And then they're like, yeah. let's go play a game. What's and the disaster? <laughs> yes. Like <laughs> Being married to Stuart is a disaster. <laughs> yeah. So dad also like they had like a conversation on the farm where she like rode in like on a four wheeler or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> country living, uh, baby. Hey, yeah. It's a direct quote. I'm not making fun of country it, living. That's it, a direct quote from the movie. And if someone from Texas I was insulted. <laughs> yeah, um and this one line I 
like I fully remember it and she was they were talking about like she was he was like you need to keep your priorities straight and like help me with the farm or whatever and she's like dad I can't marry the farm (laughs) and I lost it I was like no one's asking you to marry the farm no one's asking you to talk about marriage right now he's just talking to you about your priorities I don't understand I said the same thing actually I was just like this girl has a and listen Am I saying that it's completely inaccurate that the girl has a one-track mind about, like, getting married? I No, like, I know a lot of people like that. But if we're going to go on the... If this character is in every scene of the movie, shouldn't you make her a little bit likable or give her hobbies or somewhere where we can relate to her or get on board with her? A, like A personality. Um, what I was saying earlier was about, like, how this whole movie is built in that, like, misogynistic, like, culture where... Like, it's trying to tell you women are dumb. Right. Women don't have personalities. They don't have hobbies. And they are obsessed with men. And they are fragile as ever. Like, anything will break their heart. And that's what women are like. And so that's what they're trying to, like, subconsciously tell you in the movie. And so, yeah, like, we hate her because we know that women aren't just that. But, like, I'm sure people watch that and relate to it because they live in that misogynistic culture. Yeah, we need a good man to come get her. Just put yeah. a ring on that finger. It's a, it's a princess cut. Once she like, gets engaged, all her problems will be solved. Well, but then, yeah, her- but, but, then but then don't worry too much about your engagement. Like, don't worry too much about finding yeah, a man. But yeah, also, you need to like, find a man. But, but you can't worry well, about it. You know, I told Jack <laughs> this, too, about, like, and, and tell me if you agree, Natasha, that, like, growing up as a Christian teenage girl you're always told like well you're not gonna get married until you're okay with not being married oh my god yeah of course like you won't find your husband until you're the one the one time you you stop thinking about it is right when he'll sweep you off your your feet in a tractor right which is such a lie (laughs) it's such a lie well now i mean i'm kind of jumping to the end of the movie a little bit but one of the other things that they talk about is um, I thought they could have explored what it's like being, you know, a young man raised in the Christian faith. Because, Michael, I don't know if this was your experience, but for guys, it's a big like you got to get out there and find your wife. Like, you know, you don't want to waste too much time. You don't want to date too many girls. You want to get that ring right away. So, like, the fact that he is dating this other girl who he expresses like we, you know, it was more out of obligation, like that we were dating and I was like, Oh, I guess we should get married. Like I also thought there was something about him having to slow down too, which the movie didn't really explore. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this movie doesn't really do a service to anybody except for dads in the South. Mm-hmm. No, it really doesn't do a service to anyone. You're right. It made me wonder if rusty who I learned is not, it made me wonder if rusty was a pastor. Cause someone in a video I watched recently is like, some of these movies are just end up being the art is sacrificed for what ends up becoming like a long form sermon. Mm. And the dad is, I'm not saying this movie is that because I don't think this movie understands what it is. Um, But every time the dad talks, I can hear like a wave of affirmation from like a bunch of men in the culture that I grew up in. That's absolutely right. And that's what and that's what more people need to be hearing. And it's like, this is a movie. Shut up and sit down. Also, (laughs) why are why are we watching it in the theater? You might ask. Right. Uh, we rented out the theater. The fr- we brought the whole church. He says, he says, don't get too emotionally attached when she's talking about Stuart. And I was like, yep. that's the entire 
point of getting to know someone, Father? Exactly. Why would you tell someone that? Yeah. Well, well, then we get to don't the part. Don't get emotionally attached to someone you might spend the rest of your life with. Right. Don't do that. I That's do. Stupid. I do. I do. Literally, have a note here in my notes when I was uh, watching it that says, "Possessiveness of the dad does not pass the vibe check." So. <laughs> yeah. The vibes are not. Imagine. The vibes are not are not there with the dad. To quote um, our good pod friend Neil, Neil Mann, the vibes are not the immaculate. The vibes are not immaculate. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, so well, then we get into my favorite scene of the movie, where um, the little brother takes out an ad in the newspaper saying, oh, yeah. uh, "A single young woman makes great mac and cheese. We need a good man to come and get her." And uh, then we get a bunch of dudes who show up at the door, and like <laughs> I, I said to Hannah, I was like. In the universe of this movie, where later a guy will literally come to the house and like give his sales pitch for why he should be allowed to date her daughter, some of these guys aren't <laughs> aren't that bad. Yeah. Like the one who has a suit and is like, "I'm really good at, at frisbee golf." And <laughs> yeah, he like, came uh, prepared. He did. Yeah, he had a suit and a resume. I was like, some of these guys are okay, but that scene was like uh, 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 mac and cheese. I, yeah, I felt very much like this will never end when I was watching it. <laughs> I, I love that you could tell that. Um, I think that's 10 minutes into the movie. I think that happens like yeah. <laughs> 10 minute mark. No one really thought through the editing, like lining up the because, you know, the, the the men at the door are filmed separately than the dad responding. But no one really thought in editing to line it up because like sometimes and the over the shoulder shot. Like, or no, because like sometimes the men will be giving their sales pitch, and it like is the most awkward interruption of the dad going, <laughs> "No, no, it was a mistake." It yeah. was like, but it was not like a natural response. Yeah, it was very much like insert audio here. Yes, well, like, <laughs> the ADR in this movie is rough. It, it is, but but then we get into the insidious underbelly, as I like to call it. Where the one guy who is dressed like me in real life with the flannel shirt and the cardigan is the one who's just like, I, I, I don't have a job and, and I'm a, a soft boy and uh, I don't like to go <laughs> wrestling in the mud, but uh, I'm going to take care of your daughter. I listen to, to easy listening music, da 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 da. And, and I was like, Are you making fun of me, movie? Like, yes. <laughs> Like, cause I don't want to like work on the farm. Like, how is this? Hey, no, it was the whole. <laughs> yeah, it was the whole thing. It literally was just that he didn't have a job, and it's trying yeah. to like, it's trying to say something about lazy men who yeah. like aren't protecting their women and stuff like that. Like, it's trying to. I, yeah, I think it was trying to go at that, but <laughs> darn tootin', Natasha. <laughs> darn nerds. I also thought the nerds the were nerds. weird. Yeah, the nerds were weird because first of all, they made them look like they were dressing up for Halloween as a nerd. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Second of all, there was two of them, and one of them didn't speak at all. The hype man. <laughs> they were Mormons. Like, I didn't know if they were both asking her out and, like, seeing which one she'd pick, or, like, I don't know. Mm. Then she, uh, oh, oh my gosh, this line, like, I, it was so funny to me, where she... <laughs> She meets with Tessa for coffee, and then the guy from the ring shop, Jared, is working there. And uh, then, like, she's all, like, incensed with him because he doesn't work at the ring shop anymore. No, at first, she's just like, oh, so, like, how are you doing? And she's like, you you, you work here now? And he's like, yeah. She goes, that's much more romantic than working at a ring shop. I was like, he never said it was more romantic. <laughs> Very bold of you to, like... Yeah, and then, like, he... Now, I... 
right away I saw him and it was like red flags. But Hannah was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but Hannah was like, he doesn't seem that based on what he's saying, he doesn't seem that the bad. majority of Correct. what he says, the majority of what he says is not evil, but they they want you to think it's evil. And then I would say 20 percent of what he says is actually like completely out of left field craziness. Yeah. That they mm-hmm. add in. Like the majority of what he does is like normal, but they're like, look how awful this is. Like, I was getting red flags from the beginning. He just looked creepy. I don't know how to explain it, but like he did. He came off as like very creepy. So if that was their intention, which it was, they did good, I guess. He looked like a discount um, stretchy guy from Sky High. (laughs) 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 Yes. Good reference. That was a good reference. Also, if for anyone who's seen Being the Ricardos, they spend a long time on the bit of Ricky. Uh, uh, asking Lucy, like guess, uh, Lucy, guess who's Ricky uh-huh. at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> and the fact that it all came rushing back to me when Grace, of all people, like does the little cupping over Tessa's face, and she's like, "Guess who?" And, and I nearly like <laughs> threw up my hands because I was like, "You didn't have to write anything. Yeah, you didn't have yeah. to write anything for that. But well, you thought that was clever, and it's in the movie now." But Michael, if you took out all the montages in this movie <laughs> and all of the scenes where church people are, are supposed to be like. Oh, remember when we had a harvest festival like that, Pastor? The movie would be 45 minutes long. There'd be no true. movie. There'd be there would no not movie. Be a movie. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Zach, can I say something about the best friend? I think you could say whatever you want, Natasha. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um so I why I why I really like the first reason I thought that this movie was written by a man, the end, which obviously it wasn't. It was a man and his wife. But was because of yeah, yeah, but was You're because right. of the best friend. Sure. Because the best friend was not written by a woman. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. They could tell me that a million times. She was not written by a woman. Because I she, just saw a random hot guy. He's mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but like not even that, but like before that, even like she yeah. was so weird. Like I, I literally wrote my notes like women are not like that. A man wrote this. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like she was just like the way that she interacted with her and like everything like she wasn't like sensitive or anything like there aren't friends or like less close friends that aren't as sensitive and stuff. But still, it was I don't know. Hannah, what do you what do you think? Yeah, um, I think they tried to write, like, atheist woman. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> clearly, they don't know, like, what, like, normal people are like. Just, like, talk about, like, yeah. even, like, normal people who, like, disagree with, like, your view. Like, I, I swear if I told a friend that, like, oh, I'm not going to kiss before, like, before marriage or, or something like that. Like, they may be like, oh, really? Why? And then ask. Right. And then they'd probably be like, okay, well. Like, you know what I mean? They're not going to be, like, well, disgusting <laughs> or whatever. Like, <laughs> here's what I'll say. Uh, if, if you're an active Godfellas listener, right? think of every single, like, episode that we've had. Think back. Is there any time, like, a guest has been on that you're maybe, like, unsure, like, or, or, or maybe says something about, like, religion or in response to religion that's like been out of left field like that all has to say we consistently had non-believers like on this podcast maybe people who are like raised in the church and don't believe now like mm-hmm. and and no one yeah talks like tessa on this podcast. Like, you know, yeah. i i really hated like 
especially her portrayal when she gets really upset about like you stole my man um like no one would do that i was like no one no woman i know would ever do that that. like yeah it was so it was so awkward i also really hated we could talk about this in a little bit the the therapy oh my let's talk about it right now can we talk about this now yeah well 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 wait 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 if you've not seen the movie we have to we have to set up Mm -hmm. why she goes to therapy she goes on a few well well because i wanted to talk about this also so jared stalks her and finds her house on the internet and he shows up and she's like what are you doing here and he's like i found your house on the internet and she's Wait. like oh okay yes, and, and he's like i was just going to get a shake do you want to go get one i was like i've never just gone to get a shake like <laughs> okay maybe it's like, a carolina thing maybe maybe <laughs> listeners of godfellas do do report in and, and let us know if going to get a shake is is something that people just go do it's like a thing you would go to in like the fifties, maybe. <laughs> right. But but so then she's like, "Oh, my parents want to meet you. Come inside." And he's like, "Okay." Goes inside, and the dad's like, "Wow, won't you sit down and talk with me for a second? And he's like, "Actually, uh, I gotta go get a no. shake." <laughs> and I was like, and I was saying like, if it were, and that's an easy fix. Like, oh hey, like we we're trying to catch a movie, or like we have like a you know we're we're going to get dinner and the place closes. You know, like that's the thing. But for him to just be like, actually, dad, no. I don't believe that this dad would just be like, okay, well, don't be back too late. I think he'd be like, son, I'm going to have to ask you to leave my house right this moment. <laughs> You're not allowed to take my daughter. I have a gun in the other room. <laughs> like the guns. The guns. Like soybean, son. <laughs> yeah, you like soybeans. <laughs> oh my so god. That, so that was one. I was like, I just don't. I don't buy. Also, I don't buy that the guy wouldn't like at least humor the dad a little bit. Well, sure. hear me out. That was a very loud well, by the way. Oh, sorry. Well! Oh, okay. Okay. That was like a perfect, that was like a perfect impression. impression It's like you're like Jared's lawyer in this movie. No, it's not that. I think, I think, do I think him saying I got to get a shake is natural? No. Do I think him rejecting to talk to the parents is natural and an acceptable thing to do? Yes, because he doesn't know, like he just saw this woman and yes, he went out to see like, See, Kurt, did he know that she lived with her parents? And he also... Like, I think you could assume, based on the fact that she lives on a farm, like, it's yeah. kind yeah, of... Yeah, he, he was the secular man character, though, right? So Yeah, yeah. He's not, like, I, I think he's... Like, if I w- had just met you, Zach... Sure. And I went over to your house... Yeah. If I stalked you on the internet and went over to your house <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Without knowing any information about you, your parents come to the door and say, come on in. I'd be like, I don't even know your son. Yeah, but like, you stalked me. And like, this, my, my thing is, though, he does go in and talk to them. So it's like, well, then what did you think was going to happen? Like, you thought you were just going to shake hands and go? Like, that's the, he should have just said, like, when she's like, actually, my dad wants to meet you. If he'd been like, actually, is it cool if we don't? Like, even that I would buy. But it's because it, it's because he does go in and start talking to him. It's like, well, now all of a sudden, like, you've got to go. I think he has like, every right to say no, because he doesn't sure. know the daughter. Right. So why meet the parent? Like, exactly. But he does. Yeah. Yeah, I Jared, think that's my issue is that he have, does. Yeah, yeah, Jerry should have consent in that moment. Oh, remember at the at the end of the movie where he's like, My name's Jerry now. And I was like, Okay, okay. What? Really? Yeah, at the end when he introduces himself to like his new girl, he's like, I'm Jerry. And I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. oh, I don't like that at all. He's evil now. All right, but then he's like pushing their relationship. Date, date, yeah. Which the movie they doesn't montage. the movie doesn't wanna like get into specific details about what's actually happening. 
But based on what we've seen in the movie, it looks like he wants to sit on the couch with her and smooch a little bit. Which, listen, I am all for setting boundaries in your relationship. I don't, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me personally. But again, like she, uh, now to rush to her defense, she does express to him multiple times nothing until you put a ring on it, princess cut, which at that point I feel like it's on Jared to be like, well, then I don't think no, this is going to work. She she does not express it to him until they're in the car. That's okay, the first. Sure, and, sure. But at that point, that's when he should respect it. Yeah, absolutely. But absolutely. I get why there's numerous attempts if she's not said anything. Like, right. if he doesn't know, he's going to That's like something you say her, on the like, first date, by the way. But once she says it to him in the car, she's explicitly said, like, I do not want to kiss anyone before marriage. Yeah, and then she My went dude. into the she went into the apartment because he made her feel uncomfortable about it. Right. Yeah. He was like, "You need to come in. You need to come in. You need to come in." He pressured her, mm-hmm. and anyone in that situation would have felt pressure to go in. Which I thought in. I thought that was quite a good scene in the movie where I was like, "I don't know. Do you want to maybe like say something?" Movie like I don't know. Like, do you no, want to? Like, yeah. They did well. Yeah, that they didn't say anything about that. They just were like, "Oh, it, it wasn't actually that what he did was bad. It was that they kissed, and that was yeah. bad." Yeah, before no, marriage, but it wasn't it was, that. It, but she's still the one that has to pay for it, right? Yes, yeah. she her was the one who was, apologized. She apologized to her parents for it. She who was pressured this into this so bad because oh, okay. uh, yeah, but, Christians don't believe in. But then she like calls her. But then to go back to what we were talking about earlier, she calls her friend Tessa, and she's like, "I, you know, we <clears> kissed, and I didn't like it." I feel like any good friend would be like, "Girl, dump him." <laughs> like you know, if it's not working out, like. It, it did sacrifice her agency at the expense of making a comment about what whoever made this movie thought you should do on a date. Yeah. Because, like, what happened was, like, there, yeah, there's, like, a well of potential for, like, what could happen with, yeah. like, good boundary setting within dating, which is not specific to the Christian community. Amen. You should do that regardless. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I will yep. say, and this is not something I'm proud of, I had a friend in college who a guy surprise kissed her, dropping her off at the dorm, and she really liked him. And she told me that she she didn't like that he did that. And at the time, I was like, but why? Like, you like him. I don't know why Mm -hmm. this was a problem. Because... I had just been so programmed to believe, like, you want to date someone. Like, isn't this a good thing? Like, this is what you should want. So, in a way, I get where... In my experience, I get where as a Christian, I like a society was pressuring me to believe that like I should want to be kissed by everyone. And I've mm. come to terms since and feel awful that I ever responded like that because no, you know, like what I you don't want. think. Yeah. But Sorry, because ahead. they made the the atheist friend, the one right. who said that it's like, well, no, that's like, let's do some inner reflection here. <laughs> right. Of our own, yeah. like, <laughs> right. Right. I don't actually think that conversation between the friend and her was bad. Like, I think. Not bad. I think it was uh, maybe like she was pressuring her, but I think that that was more realistic than like anything else. Like they them having a conversation and being like, "Why didn't you want to? I thought you wanted. I thought you liked him. Like why didn't you kiss him? Like I felt like that was totally normal. I I I think it wasn't as super clear. I know she said she doesn't she didn't like kissing him, but I also felt like she said she didn't want to. Like right. And although even though her her. Her mind is confused in the moment because she's like, I think it's because my parents' expectations and I don't want to hide anything from them. I just would like to say, like, 
like even if we disagree with her in that moment like it's her life and right. and if those are her boundaries and if she's unsure and wants her parents approval even even though i disagree with her, like that running the way it did like that's on her like that's her choice and right. so in that moment i think that should have been respected and i think that was cr- definitely crossing consent and boundaries Absolutely. well well yeah. i i think the thing that kind of grinds my gears a little bit though is that and this isn't me like bringing anything to the movie the movie makes that her fault yeah you know what i mean like the movie yeah. doesn't say like hey like he crossed the line he crossed you made it clear what and he, that's on him like you didn't do anything wrong he was in the wrong and that's kind of disgusting to me that the movie makes it about like she's lying to her parents or da da da. I'm like no 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 no. That is like that's gross. Like Jared is a hundred percent in the wrong. She has nothing to apologize well, for. Well, let me ask this because I've never I've never sat in any of these like youth conferences or like meetings. Um, in any like young Christian men solo like <laughs> we're gonna talk about sex today. Like you know like those kind of things. Something Christians are super qualified to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> like, did anyone say if you have sex before marriage, you are worthless? worthless. Like, you worthless. are losing your worth? Worthless. No, not at all. No, they told us, like, hurry up and get married because having sex is awesome. Like, that was every, like, young men's conference. It was like, guys, you got to hurry up. Like, And it was also weirdly macho. Like, guys, come on. Don't you want to be the, bra- the big, like breadwinners and provide for your lady and yada 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 but i mean it was never like you know it was never about us losing our value as people or anything which is you were given yeah we were i don't know if you there was i certainly never went to a conference for it i had (laughs) my dad's not gonna listen to this my i did passport to purity with focus on the family i was trapped in a hotel room with my father in dallas um, that sounds a lot worse than it actually was, <laughs> but that was the actual experience. And then I took a lust-free living class with some men of my generation. Oh boy! Um, so uh, sound off for passport to purity and lust-free living, y'all. Are uh, you okay? Are you okay? This remains to be seen. This movie has brought out things to me that have made me very upset. Um, but I think it, I think the onus was, de- or I think the I think the general message was like, this is something that once you do, you cannot take it back. Sure, and it does give like a sense of like legalistic stakes like you will be rewarded in your life uh more than you will be punished for doing this like if it happens just think of how good how wonderful this thing will be if you wait until you share it with this one person right um and uh yeah that was my yeah, but I think also it's for, for us, it's been like uh, you're like a flower. Like that was a yes, huge, yes, yes, yes. A huge but, thing. Was you're you're a flower, and every time you have sex with a guy, a petal is broken off, and you just and, you become yeah, empty. Like, or you're a jar. You're empty. You're like, you're empty. Like, you're empty. You're empty. You are ruining your body for your future husband. Well, yeah. like you are like it, this very shameful. Like you will be disgusting because you'll be like covered in the tracks of other people. Yeah. Can, can It'll I, never come off. Can, yeah. Well, can I, can I jump in on that too? Is, and as guys, we were told like, you don't want to date a girl who's like, you know, 
Like basic, and like I mean, this is a complete disgusting thing. But as young guys, I feel like we were taught like you want a good, upstanding, pure, righteous woman, and I don't think that that's preached the other way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even, like even I, yeah. se- even secular men at the moment still have issues with that. Yeah, because like yeah. I even see on TikTok. Yeah, on TikTok I even Our see like men. TikTok. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Uh, I see men like responding to questions of like, oh, what's your body count? And they're like, oh, they're like, oh, too hard to count or whatever like that. And then they're like, oh, what, do you have a limit for body count for if you if you want to sleep with someone like a girl? And they're like, well, we don't want like over five is maybe too much. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they, they <laughs> yeah. have like they have limits for them and like, there's for the oh, women, but Good, no, we can ahead. edit. We can edit. It's very, it's Let's very it. out there. We can edit. Right out there. There's such a phenomenon, too, with, you know, my, my previous job was in sexual violence prevention. Uh, quite literally a, a sexpert, if you will. Um, Dear God. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, but there's such a phenomenon with the physical sense of a woman's body as well, with um, staying tight. Um, mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or... So that means less partners and it's, it's disgusting, right? And, and that's not just within the Christian community. It's, it's all it's, over. It's, it's all over. It's, mis- it's, it's, yeah, it's misogyny. It's like, yeah. And to think what a horrible message yeah. to send to people that, and, and this is just kissing in the movie, right? Like, right. Right. Just kissing. Right. But to think of the stakes of like that y- your worth is, um, like taken away if you've right. if you've done anything the, right. yeah the woman the what the girl in the movie too what's her name i always i keep forgetting grace grace Brooke? right thank yeah. you grace 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 in the amazing movie amazing grace well, grace unplugged we need a fruit of the spirit <laughs> <laughs> sorry yes this is joy this is good <laughs> faith um she was afraid of him like from that point on yeah, like from yeah. when he pressured yeah. her into going inside she did not want to meet up with him she didn't want to see him like she wasn't yeah. sure she didn't know how to break it off she was uncomfortable when she came out with the books all of them about relationships oh, so, and purity. Which, like he was yeah. coming out of the barbecue restaurant and she was coming out of the library which are right next to each next other next to each other in the strip center mm-hmm. yeah, hey when i'm done reading a good book i want to <laughs> Or vice versa. But yeah. It's still, yeah, going back to that, it's still her fault. It is. It is. And, you know, yeah. I was going to say, you know who would be a great person to talk to about any of this? A licensed therapist. It, Woof. The they really did her dirty. All thing. What, what I think, where I think they did themselves an enormous disservice and why we're able to talk about it at length, because... <laughs> with complete respect to whoever made this movie it's too shallow to be talking about it like in such to like such to, to such length because yeah. the boundaries that her parents set up with her if they are what she's going off of right. were not discussed for us they sure. were assumed for the purposes of the movie right. and for the audience and so yeah. they are baiting the audience with with um like trigger circumstances to be like, we all know this is bad, right? right. We all know that we like, it's a universally held fact that we don't do these things. And what ends up happening is that she, it, it makes grace look so stupid it really does. and defenseless and selfish. 
because she is she doesn't have opinions of her own. Right. And it's right. not that necessarily the character was intended to be that way. Well, I um, don't know, Michael. Like there's was, points there are points where she literally like she's like, it's not what she wanted. She goes, It's not what my parents wanted. Which is, you know, <sighs> it's a red flag. Yeah. Right? But it, but she, if that is what you're basing mm. your boundaries off of. Sure, sure, sure. And like if they're going to promote the family, like listen to your mom and if they're going to go to listen to your mom and dad wrote. Like, yeah. Especially at this point. In, she's also in college. Which, yeah. Again, if she's 15 years old doing all of this, then I buy all of it. Yes. And I'm still like, I'm like, eh, it's not great. But at least it makes sense to me then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They but, did the, her but she goes to therapy. Yeah, but she goes to therapy, which I I want to say, if you like are someone, and I know that like going to therapy can be very, um, it can make you very anxious that there is people who feel uncomfortable going. It is not what is portrayed in this movie. No, no, that no, no, is no, 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 like no. from the setup of her office, every single thing about this scene was wrong. No, and again, this is not is that this is not my opinion. This is not my feelings. Like as someone who has been to therapy, this yep. would never happen. This would yeah. never happen. Ever. Never, never. And this is and this is again where I take umbrage with the movie essentially saying like therapy is stupid. All you need is the Bible and your pastor. I knew they were going to do that too when leading up to it. And she was yep. like, the secular friend was like, you should talk to my therapist on or whatever. I was like, they're going to do this therapist dirty. They're not going to portray her well. And they're going to pretty much say that therapists are useless and God, God in your family is all you need, which yeah. is also <laughs> what they're kind of saying about friendships too, because yeah. they just throw friendships out the, out the window. Like they don't matter either. You literally, the only people who matter is your dad and your husband. That's all who matters. Yeah. Like, and the first yeah. session is never free. No. That might, be, that might be the worst lie this movie ever told. Like, the first session is free? How dare you? And why was it so important that they needed to, like, they said free session at least four times. Like, why is it, why must we know that this woman did not pay for this therapy? Because then Christian have- women would never. Pay for therapy. Go to a therapist and pay for it. You would. They would never have an insurance plan that would cover that. And no, no, no Christian and no secular therapist would ever say, "You don't need an identity." Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? (laughs) Yeah. That's like a huge. It's hard to watch. In touch with yourself is like the whole point. Like, also, what was the main thrust of what the therapist told? It's been well, it's been a couple days. The main yeah. thrust is essentially like, how will you know if the shoe fits if you don't try it on? Like that's I essentially think. what I think she might actually say that. I will say thing. I will yeah. say this before the before despite what their intention was. <laughs> Grace does need therapy. Yes. Um. But, but it's because she has no agency. The character right. Has no agency. Right. For someone to tell her. You, for someone, to, and maybe this is zooming out far too much because the movie is trying to make a very specific point here. But a therapist telling, encouraging you to live your life, yeah, is generally good therapy. Yeah, uh, it is a therapist's job to allow you to be. Okay, yeah. my opinion disclaimer: <laughs> therapy is not to make you get better and not need therapy anymore. Like to not become mm. a completely perfect person that will never have problems anymore. It's to make you more well acquainted with yourself, so yeah. that when yeah. adversity comes, you have a stronger sense throughout the course of your life of who you are and how to yeah. deal with it. 
And for this movie, not only to do like a really shallow dig by her having a Sigmund Freud quote next to her desk, (laughs) grow up movie and grow up, grow up movie. Amazing. Did you know that Sigmund Freud did cocaine? And he was cooler than all of you. He was cooler than all of you will ever be. She Uh, also used so many big words too. Like she did. You know what I mean? Like the whole conversation, she started off just like using all these words. Like I was like the only reason I know these words is because I, I have been in like a social work class and stuff like that. But like, and Grace's, to Grace's eternal credit, the poor woman is very easily confused, which we yeah. ascertain from the beginning of the movie mm. because she couldn't communicate with her long distance boyfriend that they were even dating. Yeah. And we touched on this, like interior yeah. design plays a bigger part into therapy than you realize. Like mm-hmm. every every legitimate like therapist I've seen in person, because I've seen some over the phone, right? You know, like sure, sure. their office is calm it's a neutral yeah. color wall there's a couple of couches maybe there's like a, a diffuser she would never in, sit in behind one of my the favorites desk. there was a teddy bear that would change shirts sometimes depending on the season oh, it was really cute that um, that's so cute i know right isn't that pure um <laughs> no office would ever look like the one that first of all it was way oh. too big and way too big there was a, a deer head on the wall no <laughs> no no. Country living. I didn't Hannah. see Country that. Living. I didn't even see that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, that, and she wouldn't sit behind her desk and no, do a therapy she would session. Sit in a, like you would sit in a chair with each other because the whole point, like. Yeah. And, uh, it was so frustrating. It was so frustrating because therapy is so good for you. And that yeah. was like people would actually watch this movie and like, oh, man, that's so disappointing, you know? Yeah. And if the people actually watch this movie yeah. and looked at therapy, like this is the worst sure. thing that could happen to you. Mm-hmm. Michael touched on this, but also like you don't need to go to therapy if you're having like a hard time in your life. Like yes. therapy is meant to talk to someone. <laughs> it's literally like it, it, you you could literally be like thoroughly enjoying your life and see a therapist. And it's just an opportunity for you to do some more like self-seeking. It's like an impartial yeah. sounding board almost. Yes. Yeah, it's just a way to talk about, it's a way to talk about your life and have someone hear you and, yeah. and mm-hmm. guide you through self-searching. Like Who has no other agenda but to help you. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Who legally yeah. cannot. What, what, <laughs> like, well, not, not to get off the subject of therapy, but I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about the next scene though, which is another weird thing about like, uh, just going back to how the movie punishes Grace for her boyfriend kissing her when she didn't want him to. Then she, again, if she were 15 and yelled at her brother, like, you ruined my art project. I wish you were never my brother. Then I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. It's like, you're like 20. <laughs> like, um, It's also not what okay. the movie's about. Yeah, but, but also, then. Also, it's an interior random, random. design project. So she should know that a therapist's office is not supposed <laughs> to look like that. But, but then she like yells at her brother. He runs out into the street and gets hit by a car. Die! And and the Almost. movie and the movie like it kind of wants it both ways where she's going like I'm sorry I'm sorry but it's also kind of that thing like you know when you it very much has that energy of just like you know like he got hit by the car because you yelled at him 
but maybe it's because you were kissing your boyfriend also. Yeah. You, like, that was kind of <laughs> gross to me. I really like how she was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, he's not okay. And the brother's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, he was talking so slow and clinched just there like, all right, can you uh, move your arms? Move yeah. your I was like, you're not going to like at least take him in, <laughs> Dr. Clint Masters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a doctor. Resident Clint, Clint Masters. We've been resident physician. We haven't said that his name is Clint We've Masters. Not even introduced him. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry. You guys remember that that old rugged scarf that we talked about at the beginning of the movie? That so is worn by Clint Masters, the love interest of the movie. So the guy who was digging. <laughs> the guy who was digging something at the beginning of the movie that we don't know what he is, he moves in next door and. Uh, yeah. Which would have been a great premise for you season I'm, four, but not for this movie. I'm gonna yes, say I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna say something that might I mean in this room, I'm sure it'll go over fine. It might not make me popular in the Christian world. The what, dad what every anything we've said made us popular in the Christian that's world. That's true, that's true. That's why we started this thing. Yeah. The, the dad is in love. With Clint Masters. Head over here. He is leaving the mom for Clint. Like, yeah. when he's just like, you impressed me as a man of integrity. Like, he, like, he keeps saying stuff like that to him. And I was like, do you want us all to, like, leave? <laughs> like, Dad, would you be more comfortable with, like... I need to vet this man. The master of Clint by yourself? Like, <laughs> The dad is way too involved, yeah. Yeah. Like, in involved. Where yeah. the, lines are, the lines are blurred. Yeah. 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 And yeah, and he's so old. like you were saying, Natasha earlier, he's so old. He's so old, Clint. He's Clint so, is so he old. He looks so old. And the movie's Clint like he's he's not twenty eight. When the episode is coming out, I'm twenty nine. This guy looks maybe seven years my senior. Like forty. Maybe yeah, if I'm being nice, 40. he's at least forty. <laughs> yeah. Forty. He's yeah. forty years old. Yeah, and he's this guy's a real square. Like he's the most <laughs> boring person. Which like makes him perfect because yeah. you can make him whatever you want to be. Yep. And he oh rides horses and he heals you. He's perfect. And he lives in a house and he's yeah, <laughs> he has a house. Alone. Again, you season four. I would have loved a story arc <laughs> where it's like, no, this guy straight up kills people. He's the bad guy. Yeah. And this is where Grace really screws up. Mm. She falls in love with a murderer. Oh yo. Yeah. Yeah, no. that would be crazy. No, I'm thinking about it because he saves her little brother whose name I can't be bothered to Drew saves saves his life and then mm -hmm. Grace runs inside crying and the mom's like, Your brother will live, it's fine. She goes like, No, mom, you don't understand. I've been kissing my boyfriend. And well no, I mean two two of the movies almost credit. She's like, He kept touching me and he was making me uncomfortable and I hated it so much. She's like crying and it's like this moment where I'm like, This is a moment where if you have a mother in your life, like Gosh, how beautiful, like, for you to be able to, like, talk to your daughter and spend the time with her. And the mom essentially goes, I think your father might have some things to say about this. I was like, no! Yeah, no, to be honest, to, like, I, the mother was my favorite character. And I stand by that. Because sure. I sure. think she said a lot of great things. I don't think she was ever condescending. She said, uh, she said things like, I feel like I'm gonna, I wrote it down. She She's said the bad guy like, in the sequel, by the way. Oh, no. Is she really? Completely yeah. she said, not joking. Absolutely. 
are you kidding? She said something like, Grace, I love you and nothing you've done will change that when she first confessed about the kissing and everything. Mm -hmm. Like she said really nice things and then they gave her no credit. I feel like if she was plopped out of this movie and into like, you know, just like a more realistic or just like out of that cultural context, like she would have been cool. But then it was like, let's file a report with your dad. Let's let's, let's submit your... uh, your sin report to your he, father. He comes like, home about five. We'll deal with it then. The delegation, your brothers will sit in and we'll talk about <laughs> But then they then they go down and they talk to dad and dad's just like, oh, well, you know, I, I guess we forgive you. And he goes, you know, and I think the answer's been in front of us all along. And he pulls out like his package <laughs> of soybeans just in his pocket. And then he like, she, he's like, you gotta open it up. And like all the fruits of the spirit are in there. I was like, with- I picture him at like 1 a.m. in like, their kitchen with like a single dim light on and like little glasses and yeah. he's like okay here's one they're gonna love this yeah. <laughs> just in case my daughter ever asks no, he's probably also, at his desk with his little glasses and calculator like every other dad in every single movie ever yep. like he's literally sitting in his office Ugh, man has also never uh, i think rusty andrew senior which is the name of this actor was mm, in the good. navy um, okay. He has never farmed a day in his life. I was like, right. that man is yeah. not a soybean farmer. No, he is not. Sorry about it. No. Well, well so it. then one of the things that the movie says, which I don't like how he's saying it, but I thought that maybe like if you wanted to, you've kind of, you kind of set yourself up to go somewhere good. But... Um, what is it? He says to her, you're trying to get a harvest before you've planted your seeds. And I was like, okay, realistically, Grace goes into every relationship like, there's my husband. So I was like, gosh, what a great opportunity to say like, hey, maybe don't go into every relationship. Like, try to get to know someone for who they are and then decide like, is this someone who I could potentially see spending the rest of my life with, right? And then in the next scene, we get Clint Masters, and I'm going to say his full name every time. You married that (laughs) with all your heart. Yep, Clint Masters goes to the parents, and Clint Masters says, Michael, can you please say it? Oh, yes, I Because you wrote it down. In my dissertation of him approaching Grace to lay out (laughs) the parameters of their relationship, he asks not, "Would would you like to go on a date with me? He asks, would you like to begin... A relationship in which we'd both be prayerfully considering the possibility of marriage. But, Ladies, but, contain your applause. But, <laughs> oh my God. But before that, he goes to the father to ask for his to blessing, ask for his blessing before they date. date. Okay, listen. but they, he say he doesn't even that when they when he asks her, he doesn't even say date. He says, "Would you get into a deeper friendship with me?" Yeah. Which is, yeah. which, which is, he a says, lie. would you, <laughs> would you get into a deeper friendship with me that may lead to marriage? <laughs> yeah, love has been completely obliterated from the, yeah. thing, which makes me, I have, I have, I have. Um, what is a deeper friendship? Uh, well, it t- it takes spending more time with someone outside of a you montage. Know what it is? <laughs> it's, Apparently. it's it's seeing what it's it's like. Are you suitable for marriage? Is what yeah. it is. Can you cook? Can you clean? Sure. Can you uh, hang out with my family? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The scene where he was playing life with the family is like, yeah, Dr. Masters always wins. If I wanted the brothers, I would be like, get out. Get out of my house, you freaking nerd. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yes, it's just This whole like movie reminds me of. There's a quote. Asbury um, University? Yeah. Yeah. But also, uh, um, yes. Please save the people in the back. There's there's a quote from Parks and Rec from April Ludgate where she says, um, 
I think men are better than women. They they provide for us, and we must obey them because they are our masters. Leslie, you'll never land a bow with that domineering tone. We must always walk behind the man. <laughs> oh my god! That's well, the tone of this like the movie. Yeah, ship this guy approaching. I can't even remember his name. What is it? Clint Masters. Clint Masters. Clint Clint Masters. I ended up hating the dad because I was like, you've robbed your child of emotional agency. Yeah. Like, and you've basically told her that you cannot like the person that you're in a relationship with. Yeah. And you have played both sides of the argument that like, you were too emotionally attached to Stuart. That's not the issue. The issue is that you engaged in a 15 month relationship long distance where somewhere you didn't realize that you two weren't dating anymore. Yeah. And that person had a completely new relationship uh-huh. and married that person and then you got over flustered with somebody who honestly was a stalker the honestly. true you season four and your parents didn't emotionally prep you for understanding how you feel in a relationship and communicating mm-hmm. that with somebody effectively yeah. and then they're like well sweetheart this is all your fault you are looking for all the wrong things. It's like, no, yeah. she's just stupid and selfish. Well, well, I mean, and well, here's the other, here's now where I kind of get into my, my biggest issue. With okay. The movie. okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> because the movie, uh, you know what? You are so right. Natasha about the movie portrays women as dumb because it completely absolves Clint Masters of all of the wrongdoings he does in this movie because he does many because his ex shows up at their home and it's just like I'm looking for Clint Masters and they're like who are you and she's like I'm here to get back my man Clint Masters right then and there should have been like listen you need to leave we're not together anymore. Like, and should have told the family, like, hey, like, this woman won't leave me alone. She's crazy. Like, please, like, help me. But instead, he just, like, stands there and takes it, which is like, no, no, no. Like, you need to be active in this mm-hmm. scenario, Clint Masters. Mm-hmm. You, like, you can't just let her, like, walk around, especially in front of your girlfriend, just yeah. walk around and be like, uh-huh. I'm going to get you back. His <laughs> friends. They're friends. They're friends. Because, as I mentioned earlier, when when Grace is talking to Brooke, Brooke's like, how do you know him? And she's like, we're friends. Because because of this weird, like, courtship thing, you can't, yeah. this is why, like, it's okay to say dating, because it helps with confusion. Just be like, I'm dating the guy. He's yeah. my friend who's in a relationship in which we'd both prayerfully be considering the possibility of marriage. <laughs> so back off, sweetheart. Well, well, it's one of those things, too, where, like, Clint, like, she, there's so many scenes in this movie, folks, where she, she just comes, where Brooke comes over, and she's, like, playing with his, like, his sweatshirt string, and, like, touching his jacket, and, like, running her hands across his back, and I guess the movie's like he, a gentleman would never. It's like he could say like, "Hey, please stop touching me. Like, yeah. not interested. Please stop touching me. Like you, you are. I'd like for me. you to leave now. Yeah. But instead, he just like stands there and takes it, and then just kind of rolls his eyes and shrugs and walks away. It's like say something. And but no, like he doesn't do anything wrong. Be, yeah, and- I also feel they, he he didn't really like. Again, I'm disappointed with how they presented this woman. Because to be honest, I just think that she was like, oh, I'm confused. Like, I, I thought we were like, we we had a thing. Like, maybe maybe yeah. they were texting in between. Maybe something. You know, we don't know the backstory. Like, 
they could have really like been it wasn't like just a five-year gap and all of a sudden she shows up like i know that's how it seems but like i don't know like they just portrayed her as also like dumb coming up and or insane like she's either dumb or insane like uh, come on crazy or dumb that's what they're like oh Natasha, don't you know those are the only three things? Only a woman can only be a good wife, crazy, or dumb. Like those are the only three things. They don't. They don't portray women well at all. No, not at all. Well, then, then we they have we skipped over a bunch, but who cares? The the, (laughs) there even though this family is on the brink of bankruptcy. They're oh, having yes. a harvest festival where they give it all away because God has given them so much. Like, how about pay your bills? Like, yeah. how, about, how about pay your bills? The but, oxygen mask theory. But they have. Well, they're in the booming business of soybeans. So. Soybeans. Yeah. But in then, the middle of North Carolina. Soy, right. soy well, milk. Soy milk. Yeah, soy milk. Soy but, milk. <laughs> but, oh, they would never have done that. They would That's never. not country living. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then they have the harvest festival. But not everyone at the Harvest Festival (laughs) is saved because Jared shows up and starts uh, hitting on Brooke and they talk how atheists talk. Hey, gorgeous, you're the hottest girl here. And she's like, ooh, what's your name? Jerry. You want to have some fun? Yeah. No, he says you're like, you're, you're. You're more beautiful than like half the women in this town. And she's like, well, at least you're smarter than the men I knew back home. It's uh, you know how. Excuse me. Like, Ooh, yeah. sexy. <laughs> and then Honestly, they. Great I like how he's line. like, "You're gorgeous," and she's like, "I know." <laughs> like, but then they, <laughs> then they lure Grace into the uh, this barn. Is where stuff gets crazy. Yeah. I was I was yelling for the scene. I was yelling out loud in my on my house. I was like. Excuse me, what's going on? Is this a horror film? Is he murdering someone? Is he going to murder someone? Mm-hmm. I was Stuff stressed. Straight up, this the is... League of Evil X is there for a second. <laughs> they band together to destroy our heroes, Grace and Doctor Clipmasters. <laughs> Doctor Clip <laughs> with a shovel, with, with a, a very shovel. light this shovel. Is it's like so out of character for like the same guy at the beginning of this movie. That like just like coffee shop. Jared I've seen so many this. couples fall in love over a cup of coffee. Who is now attacking a man with a shovel in the garage to kill? To kill? To kill? To kill? No, no, no. Yes, to kill because like that one where he like hit him on the ground. The sho- like that would have and his head was on the ground. Like that, that was his face. Yeah. yeah, that would have killed him. I was like, this is crazy. This is too much. Yeah, then I, the, can't. I don't then, know what this is. But luckily, the fight doesn't go on too long because then daddy shows up. Well, Drew daddy shows up with a slingshot, and then dad shows up and he goes, Get off my property! Which, uh, now to get back into it, then Brooke leaves too, and then Clint Masters leaves too. Because, because he's like, I want to go handle this the right way. Then the next time we see him, he proposes to Grace and she says yes. And listen, I'm not a lady, but I feel like if I were her, I would have said like, hey, remember when I was in a really bad place emotionally because I saw my boyfriend get into a fight with my ex who was potentially, let's not skate around it, who was potentially trying to assault me and you just left um, no. The answer to your proposal is no. In fact, I'm not even sure we want to keep dating. Like, we need to take this whole thing, like, a couple steps back. Like, how is he's forgiven yeah. of whatever this mess this was? Well, because the dad forgave him. But Grace is, she's come a long way from her <laughs> sin. Like, mm. it, it, 
And also, they do they they put no effort. Like, effort. Effort. They effort. put no effort. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> they put no no effort into showing like like that montage of them like dancing in the kitchen and then him dancing with her mom. Like that does And not- then dancing with their dad. Yeah. That should have been next. Which is completely counterintuitive to what they're trying to say because they're giving the Hollywood montage approach to dating. If you have a statement to make about dating, show us what you think dating ought to look like. Not don't yes. skip to don't skip from establishing a friendship that will turn into courtship that will eventually turn into a, <laughs> like a legal a legal disputation about whether you should get married or not. Show us <laughs> <laughs> the steps of what it means to fall in love with somebody, even if you are pursuing a deeper friendship, which is I think, a lie. Uh, I think that's what they were doing, though. Is that is that yeah. their their the image of date their image of dating is dating with the parents right there. Yep, and that's not like I don't see them falling in love. Like, no. what does she know about the guy? He's a doctor. They're like, both hot. <laughs> They're both hot and he's a doctor. When Hannah and I were, were dating, we spent a lot of time hanging out with my parents and her parents, but it wasn't exclusive and it was always like on our terms. Yeah. yeah, it was always like, hey, like, what if we have dinner with your parents tonight? Or like, hey, what if we go have brunch with my parents? Or like, hey, my parents want to play a game tonight. Do you want to come over? Like, it was always like we were inviting ourselves and into their lives. And we always went on dates with, like, we didn't introduce parents. Well, you met mine pretty quickly because it, it's a... <laughs> I it's spent a, Christmas with your family a week after we started dating. Yeah, so yes. it's it's different. But, like, you know, there, there was time built with each other because yes. you're spending the rest of your future. life with that person and not yeah. with yeah. the parents. Like... Right. And you guys yeah. did have that foundation of friendship first. So yeah, like, we did not yeah. like you weren't just like strangers like going in meeting parents. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I mean, I'm sorry, Clint is a total stranger. They don't spend any time on their own. And then when he finally proposes, yeah. it's after he emotionally abandons her after a potentially very, very traumatic incident. Up until then, people throw around the word like heartbreak and trial, and none of those happen to no. It makes Grace sound so whiny. Amen. Like what has happened yeah. to her. Um, yep. And to put, add insult to injury, the parents knew that Clint was going to propose. So they gave her some trite advice the night before. It's like, well, the trust in the Lord. And, <laughs> like, and it, whatever happens, yeah. happens. Like, you guys knew he was coming to your public camping trip the yeah. next day. Yeah, like when the mom is like, oh, Grace, you look so beautiful today. <laughs> you know, somehow heartbreak doesn't feel good in a place like this. That should be the title of the movie. Can we have a section where we go around for alternate titles? Because I have a couple. Let's. Do, I think we should do that right now. Should we call the princess cut? The one at the top that I have, apart from country living, um, I have dating out of Carolina state law. Okay. Um, and uh, in the biggest possible script up top is Daddy Knows Best. Oh. Because that actually has bearing on what happened in the movie. Mm. Princess Cat. I have, I have Savior riding in on a green tractor. Yes. That's good. That's very powerful. Uh, That's very powerful. Uh, soybeans Jeez. of love. Jesus. Be That's actually doctor. a real one, though, Hannah. That would I could see that one happening. Well, <laughs> do you know what that does anyone know what the sequel is called? Oh, oh, shoot. I used to. Yeah, say it. Princess cut to hearts on fire. 
Yeah. Like a heart on fire. <laughs> you don't know it's six years later. It, it, it could have honestly been like the he has week more after makeup their he t- the week after their <laughs> wedding. And she she, more, she, yeah. they're yeah. like touching each other like, it's so good to see you. Yeah. The, the good old, yeah, they're still giving each other good old fashioned Christian side hugs after mm-hmm. the while married. Yeah, while I feel, are we sure I, that the married couple that made this movie is actually married? It's a good question. <laughs> let's they, get uh, Paul and let's get Paul on the phone. They, yeah, let's get them on this podcast. I, I, I definitely do think that. I could tell it was six years later because they really just put on more makeup on her. Like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but they just put more makeup and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, she looks older. <laughs> like I well, I can I imagine him explain. being like, you know, now that we're married, I, I expect you to get ready every single morning. You don't put on makeup every morning before I, I wake up. I thought she was way overdressed to be working in the field and everything. So if he's asking for her to put on more makeup, I was like, Oh, okay. I don't think she's going to work in the field anymore. That's true. As a daughter, I, you work in the field. As a wife, you work in the kitchen. Come uh, on. No, stop saying Zach. things that make me sad. Get it together, Zach. <laughs> stop making me sad on this. You work in the kitchen. On this fun episode of <laughs> in the living room. Well, I loved at the end of the movie where it was like, "Are you sure you're okay staying in Eastbin?" Because it wants us to think that it's like, I don't know, like. The, right before the wedding or whatever and then their kid comes running out and it's like oh it's like why would he be asking then like yeah mm-hmm. if this kid is like she looks like she's six yes maybe five yeah and and you're asking just now yeah hey i never asked <laughs> were you thinking about this for six years oh what a Yikes. 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 Can I add one more thing? Yes, you may. After thinking about this movie, I think after the movie was done, I was like, movie, you are not Pride and Prejudice. You cannot take thoroughly mundane things and make them very romantically dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because Jane Austen successfully in Pride and Prejudice makes some very minor miscommunication Mm -hmm. into really good romantic drama. Mm. And this movie made things drama because they could mm-hmm. and it never once worked until a man tried to kill another man by slamming <laughs> his head with, with a, a shovel. shovel. That's legitimately yeah. dramatic. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, shoot. I almost forgot. What was Clint bearing at the beginning of the movie? The wedding ring, he, the engagement ring, ring he was going to give his book, last girlfriend. Which I hope twist. I hope that he wasn't Later, because in the movie later it shows him either digging it up again. I hope that that's not the ring that he gave to Grace. I'm sure it was. It better not. It was. That was definitely going to be the ring she gave to Grace. That makes me so angry. No, and I thought it was going to be like a grandma's ring, like when he was first burying it. Like I was like, oh, it's going to be the diamond cut ring. It's going to be the grandma, or like I I don't know, grandma's ring with her. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, that was morbid. Grandma, you don't get to keep this. I'm going to meet somebody and a lot of cool stuff's going to happen. And you, I need it more than you do. Like maybe it was an heirloom or something. Sure. But it was the ex-girlfriend's ring that he was going to give to her. Like literally I watched the movie with Emma and I made her watch it actually. Good. (laughs) And she was like, are you kidding? Thank you, Natasha, sister Emma. Is Emma here? Does she want to join us for this? She's, she's out there. She just literally brought me in some water. Oh, <laughs> oh good. Emma! Um, <laughs> well, folks, it's about that time where we're going to use our... Manners. Just like when the creepy older man 
at church invited you over to his house for uh, just to come over for dinner sometime. Uh, when I offer you more of Princess Cut, I'd like for you to give me a yes, please, or a no, thank you. So, uh, Natasha, I'll be making some stew if you want to come over. Um, no, thank you. Please don't come to my house uh, or look it up on the internet. I, w- I would prefer you not to. No, thank you. No. All right, well, uh, Michael. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Uh, this would be the kind of situation where, like, my parents would be like, Michael, we have to go. Like, he doesn't get a lot of visitors. And me being much more frank as an adult now than I would have been as a child would have been like, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> because I can tell mother and father that you don't like going. <laughs> Uh, we don't know what this man is up to, and we do know, unfortunately, now what he believes. <laughs> Making an extended metaphor for the movie. Um, but I'd be like, no, this is not fun. This is not Chuck E. Cheese. I don't get to stomp spiders here. Yeah, right. And uh, this is not where I would choose to go. Hmm. Well, uh, Hannah, you want to come over for uh, for dinner? No. Okay. There's a lot wrong with this movie here's 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 the main takeaway i want to i want to share with the world with with the world of godfellas if you personally if if your own boundaries you don't want to kiss before marriage you want you want to you don't want to hold hands cuddle all that all that stuff before marriage and that's your choice by all means stick to that if you're choosing not to do that for the sake of well it's in the bible Uh, No, I feel like we've taken what is about purity and, you know, the holiness that our bodies are because they are creations of the Lord. And we've taken that to an extreme to control women and and shame people for the way that they um, express themselves and live and love and laugh. Sorry, I I had to. Um, But you said about order. It still counts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. No, no. Your boundaries are your own boundaries. If someone crosses mm-hmm. them, that's a problem. But don't yeah. let the church make you think that you are impure or doing the wrong thing. Well, I guess you all are going to try to make me go to this man's house by myself. And uh, not only am I not going, but I have <laughs> half a mind to call the police. L- look, this movie, it's, it's one where I watch it and I'm bored. And like pretty upset. And then as it sits with me and it stays with me, it gets worse. And I was I was sincerely like in the car when we were driving over here today. I was thinking, what is the worst movie that we've talked about on Godfellas? And like from a few angles, I was like, well, maybe it's not Princess Cut because there are some that are more like aggressively bad or that are more like loud. But this one, it's like it, it, it had nothing for me. Like I like it. The movie is 90 minutes. It took Hannah and I two sittings to get through it. Oof. And it was like pulling teeth. It was such a chore to get through the movie. I felt we were both like, should we check on Michael and Natasha? We had both seen it before, too. We'd both seen it before. So it was like we knew what was coming, but it was still so difficult to get through. Sorry, not to cut you off. Yeah, no, 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 no. But it was so difficult to get through. And now talking about it, the movie has just gotten so much worse in my mind. So I'd like to uh, cite my letterbox review where I say, (laughs) I've seen this movie more than movies that I actually like. 
And so I'll go see everything everywhere all at once again in the theaters because it was super good. And even if not, I'll go buy a bunch of tickets, even if I can't make it because I want to support good movies. Yes. And uh, everybody should go see everything everywhere all at once. Um, or the or the Northman or, you know, there's some there's good stuff that you can watch. And uh, this is not. This is not one of them. A VBS skit does not a good movie make. <laughs> Let's go back to the days when we were young and all restless. We still believed in had and built up a fence. One thing for sure till we make the decision. Hey, no. Hey, no. It, it's it's, it's, it's going to be a no. This is not this what is dreams not are made of. But you know what? You know what dreams are made of? Dreams are made of coffee. And friendship, like the friendship we have today. And uh, I want to say thank you to our, our beautiful, beautiful guests, Natasha and Michael. Michael and Natasha. Uh, Natasha, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Yes. My mom has a... I, I plugged this last time. I want to plug it again. My yes. mom has a... Um, she has an emotional and spiritual growth support... Uh, a program where you can um, have her be uh, like a spiritual a spiritual mentor and hey. everything. it's called Oaks Oaks support um, my mom has mentored me my entire life and she did a incredible job at it she is a beautiful human and woman and uh, yeah I wouldn't have been like survived without her so you should if you mm. need help or just need a spiritual advisor just any advice, uh, I would look at that up. Look that up. Oaks, it's on Instagram. And there'll be a link in the show notes. Um, Michael, anything you would like to plug? Not particularly, but if uh, uh, most of my content is uh, on Instagram, at Williams 227 And I'm an actor in real life, um, <laughs> as opposed to fake in life. In real life. <laughs> um, not, in, not just in the movies. <laughs> In, not just in the movies. It's not just in the movies. <laughs> in reality. Oh, I love that. Uh, but I have a website, www.michaelevanwilliams.com. There's some stuff that I've done there as well. Um, yeah, that's it. Hannah. Uh, okay, we have a few things. As we mentioned last week, Zach and I have officially um, started promoting our skills as worship leaders if you want someone to lead a worship night at your church or a, a other venue doesn't have to just be church um we are available soy you, farm at your soybean farm <laughs> your harvest um, festival yeah summer <laughs> festival like things like that uh we are on instagram at, at the honey initiative that is our worship Woo, honey initiative and um so follow us there you can also follow us at godfellas the pod for all things podcast related so um i think you should check that out now <laughs> michael is this you that is that is uh, not me <laughs> what, did you, what did you look up natasha michael williams.com michael evan evan oh evan oh. the evan is important it's a very Don't important. Don't be Natasha. Look up Michael Evans. <laughs> who Michael is Evan. Who is Michael? Who is this guy though? I want to know what he does. Who stole my? Um, who stole my? With uh, twenty like with twenty eight years of industry experience, Michael is a seasoned producer. 
line producer and UPM. Interesting. I would like I'd like to promote uh, MichaelWilliams.com, who is a seasoned uh, 28-year producer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. He got his start. He got his start as an intern at Paramount Pictures after graduating. All right. Yeah, Marymount. Okay. Hey, I would like to plug the show The Offer. It's really bad. Uh, I'm really like not enjoying it, but I've I've like put so much time into it that I can't turn back now. And I really want to talk about it with somebody else and no one is watching it as they shouldn't. But can someone please watch it so we can talk about it together? Uh, that's what I'd like to plug. The Offer. It What's features it um the offer? A, the offer. It features a lot of what I call capital A acting mm. where every character is doing an obnoxious accent and they're doing mannerisms of real people to a fault and it's a bad show but uh i just thank you i'm i'm it's about the making of the godfather movie but uh i'm really rooting for miles teller i want him to be good in something like i'm gonna go see top gun 2 even though i don't like the first one but miles like come on man come on come on you gotta do it miles come on (laughs) but hey until next time i've been mr zach i've been mrs hannah i've been mr michael i've been miss natasha well the adventure is over we're all heading home but i hope that you know friends you're never Michael looks like a more handsome Miles Teller, I think. Oh, thanks. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But but until... editing for Zach. Amen. (laughs) So much editing. So much editing.